Welcome to TerryWilson3.com, home of TW3. Are you ready to take your money, business, and life to the next level? You are worth more, and you're about to hear how and why. So buckle up and listen up as we journey to the next level. Please welcome your guys to reach your goals, the TW3 family. Here's your host, Terry Wilson. Episode 537, the biggest, the five biggest marketing trends in 2022 marketing trends marketing trends in 2022 mm. wow that camera i should have uh i should have scored that up first and i just should have framed you in before we hit recording i was thinking we've done 537 episodes and i have sabotaged zero of them it's intentionally always it's always me well i'm just thinking it seems like a waste of you know an opportunity <laughs> There's 537 of these, and I have come in straight-laced every single time for the intro. Yeah, why? Like, I've never come in and just been like, ah! You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you just ruined opportunities. Yeah. River, what have you been doing today? Uh, slept in late. Sorry, I missed church. Uh, <laughs> all right. I'll all right. start. I'm uh, such a great I parent. Built a boxing bag. <laughs> built a boxing bag. Currently. <laughs> you missed church to build a boxing bag. No, to sleep. Uh, <laughs> no, but point of correction. No, to sleep. The sleep opened up the door for me to set up the boxing thing. <laughs> so you got your boxing bag, and you've got to have some sand. Unfortunately, to, to yeah. weight it down. I thought it would come with it, or I thought it would be just be like a heavy base. But no, nah. no, you, you have, have to, to make the base yourself. heavy with, I guess, with the sand. Well, that's awesome. Well, uh, guys, I wanted to talk before we get into the topic here. I, I, I sound like a broken record because all the content. I hear those things are doing well. Uh, they're doing real well. They're For our audio well. listeners, you are holding up. I'm holding up our TW3 tap card, which now doesn't look like that. This is the original one. Uh, I've redesigned the front uh, for those watching on the uh, live stream. That was Gen 1. Yeah, this was Gen 1. So I've got Gen 1, but the ones that are shipping out now, if you just get the standard tap card. Oh, so much cleaner. Look like that. Um, that's not programmed or anything, but you can look at that. But it's a, it's a clean-looking card. And... Uh, <laughs> and you can't you can clean your teeth with it there's all kinds of things you can so do many uses. Oh. there's so many uses for it but uh the application that these things will do and what it's opened up for us to do has just been amazing and uh so much so people that uh you were telling me um earlier this week some of the reactions you're getting from people and i think what we figured out was there's always been like a, there's a lot of tools, a lot of technology that we use. And our big thing is the idea of how to use these. Yeah. But when you mention um, a CRM, um, if you go back 10 years, you mentioned like an auto dialer, you mentioned all these things. People don't really wrap their head around what you're talking about. Yeah, it means nothing to them. Yeah. And so to have a physical item that you go, oh, well, let me see your phone. And then you tap it on their phone. They go, okay. I've added uh, myself as a contact to you, or you can accept it. And now you're also on my list. So you'll start getting my newsfeed and things like that. And I can, you know, let you know. And then you can tell them, let's say you're at a hairdresser. Be yeah. like, and if you have any clients, um, you know, they need haircuts and you're tired of having them go on and book, just bring out your card and be like, hey, this takes you right to my calendar, book your next appointment. Yeah. And when there's that real world application where they go, oh. It's just, well, just having the experience does a demo right in front of them. Yeah. It's like I'm every time I meet someone, I'm able to demo right our products. Right, you're physically a, showing the value. Yeah, in a non-salesy way. Yeah, you know, it's like I'm not I didn't cold call him. I'm not trying to push anything. Yeah, uh, and what I've been able to do is walk into restaurants. Some I'm walking into some local restaurants around here that I'm sort of familiar with the owners and stuff, hmm. and I'm giving them away. Right. I'm just giving them. I said, hey, we're doing a promo this week, my company, on these tap cards because we think if you get, uh, if you like what they do, you might want to use some of the applications for other parts of your business. And I says, what is it? And it, and what I'm, I'm getting some right now, these are the PVC plastic kind, yeah. but uh, we've got the etching machine that's coming in. It's a laser etcher and it will etch out uh, wood and metal. So you metal ones? I'm getting metal ones, mm. and I'm getting uh, wooden ones. And the, the trick to it, uh, River, is I'll go online and sort of get their logo mm. and, oh, yeah. and cool. design one for them with their logo, their information on there. And then when they tap it, it shows, like if it's a restaurant, their contact information, maybe even their menu. Yeah. 
just a mock-up menu cool. real quick. Yeah. Right. And it just lights them up. And or if they're doing catering, you can take them to like their catering page. and Yeah. Yeah. That's or cool. where to book it. Um, was able to uh, get in front of uh, some insurance folks. And this I is- I bet the, insurance guys love that. Well, here's an application I've just tripped over. Just tripped over. Uh, in insurance is- Back when I was doing insurance, you would go out and the first thing you would do is, is do what they call a needs analysis because maybe they don't even need insurance. Maybe they're right. insured enough. Uh, you just don't know. So your first time there is just trying to figure out where are they at, you know, and what can they afford? Can they afford anything? It's a, is it in their best fiduciary interest to, to do anything? Um, and then you have this second meeting and you take an application. And so you, then you have to get all these uh, uh, questions Ask you know their age and their health and their their financial well being and yada yada yada, and that's on the application. And then the third thing is you take it back out and you present to them. Okay, based on the way you filled this application out, here are the best products out there on the market for you. So this whole thing is like a three three meeting process. Yeah, but you've streamlined it. So yeah. now you go and you tap their phone. It opens up a quoting page. Mm. So they fill it out immediately. Mm. And by filling out that, that request for a quote, it automatically populates your CRM so that now you're gonna drip on them. And then it automatically, because I was using some of our RPMs, uh, RPMs, RMPs, <laughs> it sent out an immediate uh, best quote mm. and say, and then you can just sit there and make a recommendation right then and there. So rather than having three different meetings, because you know how busy people are, you know how yeah. impossible it is. That's what made it so hard. Yeah. And then you can, they can apply right there on their phone. Which is pretty cool. Uh, it is so cool, and yeah. it's all with the tap of a card. Yeah. So now when I'm, I'm with people, uh, you know, it's just non-sales way. How, how you know, we can strike up a conversation, and then they get to talking, and you get to getting them to explain what they're frustrated with or what they like about their current situation, whatever it is you sell. Yeah. And I says, well, if you got five seconds, let me see if I can do any better. What do you mean? Tap. Mm. And then it's just right then and there. And then by them even doing anything, what they don't know, and it's not that you're being nefarious or sneaky or anything, by asking for information, you got them on your list. Right. So it's a way of bringing all of these online marketing techniques and tools in the real world. Yeah. Which is really cool. It is. Yeah. It's very cool. Yeah. So it's a, this thing is flat out taking off, and I can't wait to uh, get... <laughs> Upcoming marketing trends. Maybe not there yet, but... Yeah. yeah that, that, I don't on. think this is a marketing trend yet, but uh, I told Timmy about this. Uh, we're doing a promo for him. He's going to be up in Washington, D.C. Uh, at a conference. And uh, we're doing a thing with him where everybody that comes to his table, he's going to give one of these away. Oh, okay, cool. So we're doing a thing there. And I mean, that's the programming going to work. Well, what happens is you sign up for them. Mm -hmm. This is a $30 tap card because the, the, what you're paying for it, I mean, the material here is not but a dollar. So what you're paying for is the programming and the right. time to do all that. So uh, you go and you sign up and then he'll have your card program for you to be mailed out to you. And so uh, it, it's, it's pretty cool. What's the storage on this? None. There's no storage? Very little. Very little? I, there is, there's just enough storage to put in um, binary code and some other coding. Mm -hmm. What Where the storage is at is on some cloud. Mm -hmm. So what that's doing is triggering your phone to engage with either a website, a URL address, right. or a software, which is a URI address. So it's just authorizing something. Yeah. It's telling the phone. I got gotcha. you. It's making, it's it's command keys yeah. to your phone. Yeah, it's a command prompt. I got gotcha. you. That's yeah. really cool. I was I was going to make a joke. I was like, you know, we sent people to the moon with less storage than on this court. But, <laughs> that way. but uh, well, it might be practically true. Did we go to the moon? Do you think? <laughs> that's not even. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> You know what? George Bush sent us to the moon. <laughs> you you are a historian, my friend. You, you are a historian. And then Dick Cheney tried to get the oil on. No. I mean, maybe. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. It could be. <laughs> anyway. Here are the uh, the top five marketing trends, uh, according to uh, Jeff Buells, who is a uh, online journalist that uh, 
basically writes about uh, various trends that's going on uh, on the online space and, and all of that. So here are what, what he says, the five biggest digital marketing trends making waves uh, in 2022 and has been for months now is number one, the rise of the machine. And what he's talking about specifically is chatbots and artificial intelligence. Mm. That the AI True. is taking over. True. So you you find that to be a uh, probably a true statement, huh? I would. I feel like anytime you go to any web page that there is support needed, um, unless you're a large conglomerate company that can afford to hire someone like myself out, um, all of it is taken over by a chatbot. And what they do is they just have the. There's an actual job that you. I, I was learning about this this week. There's a job now that's like growing pretty quickly but they set up um, a library for you mm -hmm. they're setting up a library to, to meet all your questions basically here's the top 50 questions we get um, with our analysts and it's like hey how do I remove my card from subscription how do I edit my homepage whatever the program is they're sure. typically so they're, they, pay, they pay one guy to create a library and then all he does is have that chatbot redirect them back to the library so they fill out their chatbot and they're like hey I'm having an issue um, you know uh, designing this page. Oh, well, here's a link, you know, a quick uh, link to our library that shows you how to, to do that, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, essentially, what it's done is it's it's gotten rid of the overhead of hiring, you know, well, I think people to man a shift. For people like us that work from home and we're sort of solopreneurs and stuff, I think it's cool because I can't afford to hire out a 40-man staff yeah. Yeah. to do, you know, all of this stuff, but... Yeah you could program a software, which is in essence what a lot of our software does with us auto responding and, and uh, text marketing and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, uh, voicemail drops and all that. It, it, it's a form of AI. I would say though, there is a drawback to it in the fact that like bigger companies are doing it that could definitely afford to hire re real people, but they don't. Um, like UPS, for example, that if you have any packages that you're trying to track or you're having any questions about a package, if you go to their website, they don't have like a real analyst or a real person that you can talk to. Today. Right. It's all chatbot based. Yeah. Chatbot's freaking broken. Like it'll, it'll put you in a circle. So yeah. yeah, you can get in a loop real quick. Yeah, absolutely. I think the trick to all of this technology is to somehow figure out, and this is why I tell people with, with the world that we're from, uh, people will beat up on uh, robo dollars, for instance, mm -hmm. and and text blasting. And my argument is this: it's not that the technology is bad, wrong, or whatever. It's how it's used. It's how it's used. It's yeah. the application of it. It's the application of it. And if if you're not a personable, if you just go out there and you have no relationship with the audience, mm -hmm. and you're coming cold into, hey, buy this, 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 and this, and you do it in such a, a hand fisted way. It is going to come across spammy. It's human nature to assign morality to like objects and yeah. positions that are annoying. And we do it for good reason because we go, every interaction I've had with X pisses me off yeah. every time I have to deal with X. But more than likely, X was being used in a nefarious or just poor way. Just a poor way. And so, like you said, in the case of like Robodile, there's actually effective ways to Robodile. At least they're used to. There's still some now. It's, well, it's I'll, I'll tell you one right now. I was doing this demo at the gym talking to a friend of mine who's a pastor mm. and uh he he said so and so said oh I, yeah i know what you're about to, but okay so before you even say it though when we say robo dialing here's what people think you you call ten thousand people and you said hey buy my program or buy this or buy this and and then you you spam call them when they had no interest that's not what we're talking about they are the same it's the same system, it's the same technology but go ahead explain what you're and talking about. and i have used uh these robo call dialers sure. this, this one bulk, of our a bulk call a bulk, bulk call sales. i have used it to do cold marketing yeah but to that point you have to use it in a way that actually gives value and does something for them rather than ask something for them so for instance if i'm going to robo dial people in spartanburg county i'm not going to, and, and i used to do this by the way i'm not saying i used to be good I, I, back when I first got this technology, I was like, hey, health insurance for this, da 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 da. Right. And I would spam. The same way that just about everybody that first gets into And it. I would spam the pee out of people. And I irritated a ton of people. But at the time, I did it uh, so frequently, so often to so many that uh, the numbers overcame the negativity of it. It worked. But that 
that nowadays, I had to become more and more sophisticated as a marketer mm -hmm. because as I was doing it, teaching other people to do it, other people started doing it. Yeah, yeah. It became less and less effective. Yeah. And it's it's now in 2022, what I was doing back in 2012. You cannot. You cannot. I mean, it's- Not from a number standpoint, not from a, in certain states, a legal standpoint. In certain states, a legal standpoint. You just can't do it. You yeah. just can't do it. But you can use uh, these dialers in cold marketing if you're sophisticated on the audience you're targeting mm -hmm. and the offer you're offering. So, as an example, I target a thousand people in Spartanburg County. Who am I targeting? Maybe I'm targeting people that just moved into the county. Mm -hmm. So, new movers. And maybe rather than uh, asking anything from them, trying to sell them something, saying, welcome to Spartanburg County. Just want to tell you that we're your neighbors over here at XYZ Company. We'd like to give you $20 in, in, in restaurant uh, tickets just to saying thank you for, for moving into our community. Welcome to the neighborhood. Welcome to the neighborhood and hope we can serve you sometime in the future. Yep. Now that, it's still going to piss some people off. Don't sure. get me wrong. Sure. But it's for the most part, it's going to be way more effective. Yeah than just some spammy, hey, get XYZ for XY amount, click here. I like the way you do it with your card too now because you have it set to, F, well, in certain meetings at least. Yeah, well, that's what I was getting to with the way I use this technology and what he's talking about this AI stuff. I can tap that and we can, of course, share information and then maybe an hour later I have a text go out Yeah, that says, you know, it was great. Uh, and and it'll, it'll give them their name because they filled He's something out. So, yeah, yeah. so the robot will say, hey, Jeff, it was great connecting with you. This is Terry and this is myself. If you ever got questions or need anything, text me here or call me. Yep. Which is actually going to the app, which cool. handles all that. Yep. And then a day or two later, they get a voicemail on their system. Hey, this is Terry. I forgot to tell you, I'm doing fill in the blank next week and would love to invite you to it. It's an online webinar about what we talked about. Yep. Yeah. And that's, that's a really cool and effective way to use it because number one, there's already that point of contact. Yeah. There's that face to face connection. So it's not, you're, you put a face to a name. And so now it's really just doing your secretary work for you. I have automated all of my, yes. Yep. Admin stuff. Yep. Yeah, so it's just, and robots cool. Another great, uh, did you know, I don't know if you knew this, River, but I've got this software, and I've talked about it before on the show. I don't know if you've seen it, though, but it basically, you type in, you know, what you want to talk about and a few points that you might want to make, and it writes the whole thing for you. Oh. Which is, that is cool. cool. Have I? Sh I've showed scary. you that. You've shown me. It's yeah. a little scary. I saw that a few months ago when you were showing some of the members how to use that on a, on a Wednesday night. Training. So you saw it on yeah. the mastermind. Yeah. And you saw how, I mean, literally you, any subject you could talk, you could say, Hey, I want to talk about the greatest era in Braves baseball. Yeah. What's going to be the greatest era in Braves baseball. That's going to be my title. And my points are going to be, uh, the three all-star ace pitchers that we had in the nineties. That's going to be point one. Chipper Jones, in his reign, uh, da, 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 maybe mention some names. And I just type, those are my three or four points. That's my title. Go. And it writes this whole. That is, that's scary. It's, it is cool and scary where it's coming yeah. and how much automation is actually out there. I know for a lot of the web developers I talk to and software engineers. Yeah. You know, it, it's kind of an ongoing joke that if you go to interview at a place for a software engineering job, they're going to ask you a lot of questions because they want to make sure you're knowledgeable. But realistically, all the guys that are coding, and they can attest for this, if we've got any listeners that are into coding or programming, yeah. you know, there's websites out there that have pre-written code for you. So yeah. you, what you're looking for is, well, this is the this is the automation or application I'd like to use this for. You get it slacker.com, and then you find the, the code that's already been written for, or they have AI-generated code now to where it's like, okay, you just you tell the program, like, this is what I need, this is and what I'm right. This, this is the code. function I'm looking to perform. Yeah. It's a WYSIWYG. Yeah. It's, it, it's cool, but it's it's scary. It's a little scary. Yeah. It's very scary. But, you know, here again, in the right application, in the right way, it's an effective, yeah. time-saving tool that allows people yeah. like our members who are solopreneurs mostly. Yep. I mean, think about the time and the money you'd have to spend on having someone to constantly produce content for your blog or your newsletter that's going out or your social media post. That's number one. Number two, think about this. Because you have this technology 
And because you have maybe some software like the TW3 that does social media posting and you can schedule it out, yeah. you could literally go around to businesses and say, I'll manage all your social media for you yeah. and do your marketing. Yeah. And just set up a subscription for a hundred bucks a month. You'll get three posts a week on social media. And you could bring on as many clients as you want because it literally takes you seconds yep. to produce that for them. And yeah. it's all automated. Yeah. Or the potential it has for college. I could use that. Well, <laughs> I'm not teaching anybody how to cheat in college, but uh, it is. It, it has is. a lot of potential. If you want to see more about this uh, <laughs> software, uh, you can look at the links in the notes. I've got a, a, a we've actually got a deal where you can try them out uh, for a free trial. And then if you decide to get it at 40 percent off. Very on, nice. Yeah. So if you're looking to write a paper about the Ying dynasty, you know. <laughs> yeah, there you go. go. Just two or three and then you can <laughs> skirt through college. <laughs> And thank River for that. You know, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Automation, it is the future. Actually, uh, all the commissions you get on that, by the way. Oh, really? Oh, nice. <laughs> See, you nice. should be promoting right. this more than any That's of us. That's right. I forgot. It's I'm about to make a TikTok. Hey guys, you writing a paper today? <laughs> I got a program for you. <laughs> Number two uh, trend going on: the explosion of visual and video marketing, especially uh, on programs and platforms TikTok. like TikTok. TikTok and Facebook is getting into the game it because is. of reels and stuff like that. Yeah. And I hear Zuckerberg just came out and said that they are moving away from the type of algorithm that they used to use to, you know, feed your feed, right. your news feed. Uh, and it's going to be less and less about people you're connected to. It's not going to be less and less about friend connection and more and more about topic. Uh, and basically, they're going after the TikTok algorithm. Oh, that's yeah. kind of, well, I, what do I know? They're not paying me. I didn't build this company. I'm a <laughs> moron. But in my head, I'm thinking, that's, the, why? That's the antithesis of what you are. The only thing Facebook has over everything else is it's like, oh, you can keep up with your friends that right. you were with in high well, school. Well, I think you know. you'll still be able to do that, but they're going to really lean into. Right, but uh, when I open my news feed, it's already that way where it's like, I open my news feed and I don't see like posts from people I care about. <laughs> like realistically, <laughs> yeah. I don't. I see posts from people that post too much and yeah. I get annoyed looking at their stuff and for whatever reason, because I look at it so much, it keeps the algorithm. <laughs> or I'm seeing yeah. stuff of like, you know, pages, uh, uh, like promotional pages and stuff. Yeah. So I don't know. But I think TikTok has the best algorithm. The way they do it is, you know, it's all oh, theirs is, it's Sorry. because it's illegal, and that's why it's so good. <laughs> no, Maybe because they're taking your information. Right. I'll yeah. tell you this, though. TikTok is scary. I don't think it's illegal. It's just unethical. It's, no, it's definitely illegal. <laughs> it's scary good. Uh, this is how good it yeah. is. It's down to... I looked at somebody explaining this on YouTube, but if I find the channel, I'll send it to you so you could like add it as a link. Yeah. But they were just going over how their algorithm actually works, and it is down to the milliseconds. Yeah. Oh, you spent 0.3 milliseconds looking at yeah. this TikTok, which had a skateboard over this TikTok, which had a basketball. So yeah. on the next fifth cycle of what you're looking at, we're going to put more skateboards in there. Like, to me, I'm just like, yeah. so oh, cool they, they've got it. You know, you really the can't, Chinese do everything better. That's well, they do. <laughs> they do. You know, I I think you brought it up in one of the podcasts about everybody always complaining they see all of this stuff about let's say LeBron James. Well, it's right. because you keep clicking it's, on. Yeah. It's because you keep clicking on LeBron James posts and going, I'm tired of seeing LeBron. You know, and yeah. uh, it reminds me. There's a lot of people that I know and love and care about, but they're constantly saying, "Why am I always seeing?" this fill in the blank political yeah and i was like well because that's what you're keep engaging with it you engage all they do is feed you what you engage with because they're trying to sell clicks because they got advertisers out there yeah yep 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 yeah so but yeah the the video thing is here to stay uh and and here's the good news i talk to a lot of people a lot of marketers a lot of people like myself that have a product or service and they're trying to to sell it from home and they just are not comfortable behind the camera which who who is i'm not yeah. i mean i don't know anybody just hey put me in front of a camera right here baby <laughs> zoom in baby see zoom this in. face yes i've just never but you know ever since we started doing this uh podcast in in just incorporating video mm. exponential growth and and totally different avenues and stuff so uh to the extent you got to do it do it but there, i will give you some encouragement going back to point number one there's ai software out there now that you can make videos without ever having to show your face. Yeah. You can make cartoons and explainer videos and all kinds of stuff and never be seen. There's mm -hmm. a guy on TikTok that used AI-generated face 
and voice. Yeah. And he made multiple viral videos. He got a couple million people looking at these TikToks. Um, the TikToks were not related to AI generation. I think he was making like humor content or yeah. he, he was doing something, but it had nothing to do with the fact that it was AI generated. It was only after like his fifth video, he revealed he wasn't a real person. And that was the one that 10 million people liked it. Cause they were like, all it these blew people, their minds. all these people were following him. All these people were checking out his page and nobody realized number one, that wasn't a real face. That wasn't a real voice. It was a woman. Like everybody thought it was a oh, man. I know exactly. He had red hair. He was, yeah. Oh, you'll have to, we'll have deep. to link this. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll go back and find it for you. Find but, out who that is. But it, it was like, it, it was, was so real. The angles, it yeah. was literally like you right there. Yeah. I can see you. You have a dimension. Yeah. But it's like she decoded it and then she was like, this is a real me. And some of the, and, and she goes through and shows, you know, the, the software that she used for each port. She was like, for the face, we, we started it with this and we ran it through this. This was $0 a month. This was an actually expensive program. I had to pay for this, but just going down, bringing like, this is how I did it. Not only that, but the fact that 5 million people were Dude, watching, yeah, convinced. watching this and going, oh, this is great content. Not realizing this isn't a, this isn't a person. It this person talking is it a person. It wasn't like a deep fake where you could kind of see their head is like weird it or their lips aren't Didn't chatter. Right. Didn't have that it, digital no, chatter. Right. It was so, it was to the point where I was like, is she just saying that or is that an actual person? It's it, so. It, it literally took her proving it wasn't real for people to be like, are you, oh. Really? Yeah, yeah. it was good. It, oh, wow. <laughs> it was scary. Good. And still I'm like. That's You've got to be joking. <laughs> You've got to be joking. That's got to be like a real. But you got to think about this, you know, with the advent of AI and how advanced it's getting in video for the, the purposes of uh, of business. You know, I'm thinking of a, a business, Hollywood yeah. entertainment. Why would you pay billions of dollars to actors when you can create the perfect actor yeah. through some of this? And it's because it, at the end of the day, I tell you one thing that the last couple of years. We all should be able to agree on. We should all agree on. And that is these actors. I from disagree. Hollywood. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> you probably would. <laughs> these actors from Hollywood are nothing but empty suits that just read lines. Yeah. They have no moral authority to say anything about anything right. at any time. Oh, or, true. Or go as, on stage and slap somebody and be able to say Well, I mean, just, they're, just, they're just, all they are is reading a line that they yeah. did not write and they're paid to look good and quote unquote act yeah. good. And to that extent, technology is about to eat into yeah. their industry. Well, yeah, potentially the, for sure. Uh, I think it was fast, and it was right after Paul Walker passed away from the car accident. Yeah, he only did like maybe fifteen minutes of film in that movie. Well, he passed away, so everything you see, I think it was Fast Furious six or seven. Everything you see in that is AI generated. It's all it, like the scene yeah. where they're crossing roads and see you again is playing. That's fake. It's not actually him. It's to play the devil's the oh man, I'm loud. Do what? To, to, I just got louder in my headphones. It scared <laughs> me a little bit. To play the devil's advocate a little bit, we are still a little bit a ways away from where, you know, I think AI can just take over a role. Right. Um, the reason it works on TikTok is because it's already compressed. It's already yeah, in a small yeah, yeah. screen. No, I get that. Um, I'm not saying it's there yet. Sure, sure, sure. And, but and the trajectory. And what you're saying, I agree with. I don't. The, the question, I guess, though, becomes like, why do we look up to actors? Why are, Why does that become like the, the voice of authority? Because yeah. we do it. Well, I People honestly do it. They look to. I'm saying it will cease to be actors and it will be these icons that are created. Well, that because I agree with. you're giving life to it. Well, we're already seeing people online are becoming the new famous people. I think yeah. it's human nature to want to put things, people up on pedestals, whether it be through the arts, yeah, whether that manifests as acting or as playing music or mm -hmm. even sports. Yeah, we all want to look to something that yeah. does something so moving. Mm -hmm. I mean, sometimes it's a physical feat that's moving. Sometimes it's an artistic feat. But I think it's it's human nature to look up and say, man, and just admire whatever it is you're drawn to. For sure. I just, I guess it's the old crotchety white guy in me. And, you know, I detest these people that extrapolate some sort of importance over in this area yeah. and try to put it over in this yeah. area. You're taking the Ricky Gervais approach, which I think most normal people seem to agree with. And that's, you know, they've extended I don't their, want, to, yeah, yeah, well, I go to church yeah. And I sit behind a guy that has studied theology mm. to an extent that I feel comfortable. Okay, he at least knows. He might not always be right. Sure. But I, he's trying and he's in this space. This yeah. is where I don't go to my pastor and say, hey, what do you think? How, how, how could I manifest this role better than I'm playing over here? I don't go to him asking for acting. Sure. And I don't want, 
I don't want actors giving me moral. Yeah, telling you what should be important to you. <laughs> yeah, that's that, and I know is, I'm weird that way. Maybe no, I agree because they. It's the, just irritating. The, the, the what gives them authority is number one. They are good actors most of the time. They yeah. they have a skill set that well, is sure. incredibly good, and it's hard no, to act. I'm sure. Number two, they're typically attractive. Yes, you won the genetic lottery. Congrats. Number yeah. three, your uncle was probably friends with the, you know Weinstein and got in. <laughs> yeah. uh, realistically, awesome. look at these actors and look who they know. I'm not going to touch that. I will. I'm just saying, most of them have a connection. Yeah. I get what you're saying. A physical part. connection in some instances. No. <laughs> what were we talking about? Sorry. No, anyway, <laughs> but, but it's Walter just the White. video marketing and everything had yeah. really going to explode. But those, because according to this journalist here, those who feel intimidated by acting and because yeah. there is a what we're doing now is performing to a degree. Sure, not that it's insincere because this is who we are. Right, but we are projecting our ideas because we know there's a camera, there's an audio recording, so we got to, you know, yeah. Uh, to the extent that people are intimidated by that, mm-hmm. AI is going to fill in for that, but he's encouraging if you're in business, you need to continue to do that because that's the trajectory of digital marketing. And to piggyback off of it, even the art, let's say like you're good at the, the performance part, you have no problem speaking, you don't have a problem being in front of a camera, but let's say you're in a space where you need artwork, like mm-hmm. you need a brand, you need. they have programs now that will do the artwork for you. Yes. I saw the other day they said Walter White eating an ice cream cone. Literally within 10 minutes, it had programmed an entire yeah. drawing like and in, in painting. And I'm just images. like, this is amazing. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. It really is. It, really is. It, it breaks my mind a little bit. I'm like, that is that's so yeah, cool. It's, it's scary where technology is. So number one, here's the, the top five trajectories of digital marketing. We've already talked about the rise of the machine, which is chatbots and AI that's doing blogging for us even and stuff and, and is do, doing a ton of uh, social media posting for me on AI. Uh, number two is the explosion of visual and video marketing. And we're saying if you're intimidated by that, don't. Uh, because you can use AI yeah. <laughs> to point number one. Point number three, and this is where it gets scary. It's a little, uh, you know, we got to be careful because there's so many ethical lines, I think, that can be crossed here. And I don't trust big business nor big government to watch out for the little man's interest on this. Yeah. And that is a search without a single click. Search without a single click click explain search has been adapting to mobile world it has also been shifting in uh to accommodate a faster moving one so google made something truly beautiful when they implemented a feature snippets for seekers and providers alike no longer do you have to sift through long articles or endless web pages for information it is right there at the top of the search results. Oh, I actually, I really like this. Thank you, Google. Now, what used to be an occasional find with the right keywords has become commonplace. It has also expanded. Clickless searches is also the rage, and SparkToro reports that this is on the rise. That's a reporting agency that he's quoting. Mobile searches has, uh, excuse me, mobile searches make up a good chunk of the increase in use as evidenced by the fact that 31%, 31 percent of the 3.3 billion estimated smartphone owners across the globe use voice search Mm. a statistic that is believed to be directly correlated with the increasing number of zero click searches so does zero click searching just mean you're using your voice yeah you're using your voice and other things that he's not and he's going into the thing that we've been talking about which is uh geotargeting and things of that nature uh, because well, I know it uses your previous searches because I get this all the time, at least when I'm working, is you're running into a problem. Like, uh, here's an example. I had one um, Friday. Yeah. Um, I couldn't launch like a pro. I couldn't launch device manager as an administrator for whatever reason. It was locked on this computer. It was weird. OK, I was in an article looking for how to do this. And I was like, oh, well, I guess I could just run that through command prompt. And then as I went over to Google, I went, how do I? And then as soon as I put that because of the article I was on, it said, how do I launch device manager? In command right. Prompt? I had never searched for this before, but it took from what I was already looking at going. This is probably what you're looking for now. I get it. That's kind of scary. Yada yada. That saved me so much time because I looked that up and they didn't even take me to an article. It literally had Google had found the article that had the answer and put it on, on the top. Yeah. And I was like, it's anticipating what, you, yeah. what you're thinking. Yeah. Which, yeah. Uh, you know, I get 
it's it can be scary. It's scary, but it was it, helpful. It's very I would, helpful. I would be lying it's if I didn't helpful. say it saved me like thirty seconds. And I get I get uh, the stank eye from uh, people uh, sometimes that come into our abode sure. and see all these Google devices everywhere that's listening all the time, so that we can say hey the name and then ask it something and it does. But in I the, want Zuckerberg to listen. I was like, listen, if 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 Joe Biden or Mark Zuckerberg or anybody else wants to know Zuckerberg. anything, just <laughs> just hit me up. Just hit me up. I'll tell I you mean, exactly what I need. Yeah, if you can get it here before five, <laughs> even happier. <laughs> I'd be even happier. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, it's a but for the marketer out there. Here's the thing I would tell you: uh, create content that it goes without saying, but we have to say it because I see so many clients that are still designing pages to be on a desktop or laptop when 95% of your audience your traffic mobile. is mobile. And then be thinking strategically about keywords. Uh, you know, I've had to really think, now I still use keywords like CRM and uh, voice drop and stuff like that because the inside baseball people that know the industry i want them to be able to find my stuff yeah but they they are not my client right my client is that guy that that gal out there that small business owner that needs more leads needs to uh attract more business how to how to uh, attract more clients Uh, they don't care what the tool is or what it's called to do this task. No, they don't. So I constantly having to think outside of myself and, 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 and if I put myself in a situation and I tell you what's very helpful is I asked Gina, your, your mom and other people, if you ran a business and you needed to do this, how would you say it? How would you go online and look for that? Mm-hmm. And then I just listen to what, how they interpret that. Right. And then try to start. You have to do that. Get outside of a, you know, thing. So search without a, a single click is is on the rise. Number four, fragmented and scattered customer journeys. And what he means by that is to the to the fast growth of smart mobile devices and assistance, the buyer's journey has become more fragmented, which I think is what uh, you were just alluding to. These days, consumers are able to perform on-the-go purchases right from their mobile devices. Furthermore, due to the integration of mobile instant payments, mobile experiences has caused a boost in impulse shopping. Engaging customers with one site is getting very challenging. Here's what you can do. Use content engagement tools. And I have learned this, and I've sold tap cards not by... uh, you know, trying to get people to go to my store, but actually embedding the thing right in the content. Mm. So embrace new content engagement tools to get customers to keep interacting with you, your site. Uh, so, and, and you'll see this a lot. I, I'll, I don't know on your mobile, uh, on your uh, phones if it does it, but like every time I open up Google, I get all of these, uh, my Google browser, I get all these like stories and stuff yeah. that's trying to feed me. Yeah. And then I'll see something like, okay, one one of the bad decisions I made was to go back and play Michael Jordan on why he regrets coming back to play. So I click on it, that's interesting. It's, it's from basketballnetwork.net. And I get on there and then I'm reading a little bit and then about halfway down, I'm gonna get bored and all of a sudden it's putting all these other articles mm. right there in the middle of this article because yeah. it knows everybody has ADD. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just, you know, you have to constantly, so, and then I'll say, well, I wanted to get back to, you know, it's just the way. Yeah. That, what is it? I think they did a study and it's like 13 seconds. Yeah. It's about 13 seconds is what somebody will spend on an article or yeah. on average, not yeah. always, you might find something you're interested in, but when you're just playing on your phone, you get a Facebook, go to Instagram. I think it might have even been less than I feel like I might be shooting a little high. The attention span of this new generation is three seconds. It might have been three seconds. Yeah. Because if it's not interesting to you, you're like, I don't care. You give, that's why like for TikToks, you got to be so good at the start because you got three seconds or even YouTube videos. You you got three seconds to prove your point. And if you don't do it like on ads, Skip. So you're thinking I should like uh, flash or do yeah, something? Do something quick. crazy. The yeah, first that's exactly seconds. what he was saying. As the thing that doesn't say skip ad has to be so interesting. Like why he said three seconds, not three inches? <laughs> Oof. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> that was really funny, actually. <laughs> I won't leave you hanging. That was good. That was, yeah. that was really good. That was pretty solid. <laughs> well, no, it was pretty... Never mind. Um, anyway, no, but yeah, it's, it's short attention spans. You know, yeah. fragmented. Yeah. It, and like you were saying, everything's so easy to 
use your mobile phone for too. I don't know how this correlates into it, but I'm just thinking like, I don't remember the last time I've gone out to eat at like a Chipotle or like a new wave restaurant, these new yeah. and I've used a card. Yeah. Apple pay. Apple pay is everything. You know? And it's like, everything's just so Everything is on that mobile phone now. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Uh, You know, and that's what makes, uh, I hate to beat, but that's what makes these tap cards so darn effective is because I'm not giving people a card that they're going to throw away or lose anyway. I'm putting it right on their phone and then I've got an automated system that's following up, you know. and And there's a little bit of like a pressure there too. Cause here's the thing. I've had plenty of people give me their business card and I know exactly what's going to happen with it. I'm not going to use it. It's going to sit in my wallet for a little bit because I'm going to feel better if I throw it away immediately. But then like, I'm going to clean it in a month and I'm going to be like, oh, I don't need that anymore. Right. But if I go, let me see your phone, I tap your phone. Well, the first thing it pulls up is the survey. It's like, yeah, I can just get your contact information that way. And then they're like, well, all right. (laughs) (laughs) They kind of got to put it in. Yeah. Yeah. But it's also so cool that they're probably like a little bit more willing to anyway. Well, it depends on the context because there's some of these that you just put information on the phone and you don't ask for anything. Oh, I got you. It just depends on how you program. You say, let me see your phone. Yeah. Yeah. It just, because I've got like five of these cards, you know. I have access to your Apple Pay now. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) Thank you. Every time you buy something, you're giving me $2 out of it. (laughs) It's a lie. That was a joke. It was just and, a uh, the worst way to give someone a business card is like whenever I used to work at a place in uh, other side of town is they would go to all the cars in the parking lots and put their business card right on the door handle. Ugh. I have a pet peeve with that. Uh, you well, will. she was still walking around the parking lot and I put it in the middle. I had a lighter and I burnt half the card oh, and I put it in the middle. I wanted her to know. Don't do that. I hate it. And I'm never going to check out your business now. Here's even my, if I need you. Here's my issue with doing the window seals. Because that is a thing. I've had those before where they put it on your, you know. Flyers yeah. and stuff. It's on like, your, don't yeah. touch my car. You're forcing me to litter. Yeah. Because yeah. number one, I don't want it in my car. It's, yeah. There are people like me. I don't like my car messy. Yeah. I don't want trash in yeah. there. Yeah. And exactly. so, but now I feel bad because I'm not the type of person that's just going to throw a piece of paper out in the parking lot. Exactly. So now it's like, you've put the burden on me to go find a trash can for your <laughs> damn pamphlet that I never now asked feel for. bad either way. Yeah. And don't oh, touch yeah, my I, car. I hate that. It's <laughs> annoying. I hate this. Ah, uh, you gotta, you gotta love them. So never, that's a tip. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> Here's a tip. Don't do that. Don't do that. Especially in around Bowling Springs. <laughs> Number five, marketing as an experience, not advertising. And I think this is huge. And I think I want to just stop right here a second and I talk to myself. For the people like me, my generation and up, or or it doesn't really matter what generation you are, if you'll get this point, you're going to make a ton of money. Marketing as an experience, not as an advertisement. I mean, that's what those who are blowing up on TikTok, why are they blowing up? They're entertaining. Yep. It's an experience. There's something, and it doesn't necessarily mean you have to be funny. Yeah, you just have to be engaging. You have to be entertained. There's got to be something there. Either they learned something that they had. Oh wow, or they're hysterical, or there's got to be something. And to the extent you can make your marketing an experience, and that's what here again, what makes these so effective is because I'm you know right there. I can program any experience I want. I can put on this card. Yeah, and it, you know I. Was, I've got a, a hundred of these I've got to actually do for a church and they're going to give it out to their members and all they're calling it is encouragement cards. Mm. And so when they tap on it, it's just a word of encouragement to encourage anybody to come in contact with, hey, I know life is hard right now and things are da-da-da. Just want to give you a word of encouragement and give them like five bullet points. Here's what God says about you because of this and here's what you can do. And, you know, just just encouraging mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. Not to tr- preach at them, not to try to convert them, not to try to beat them up over anything. Yeah. You know, not to try to argue over any social issue. Just to encourage them. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. And that's going to give them an experience. And I guarantee you, people are starved to be around people that are encouraging. Mm-hmm. And that yeah. church is going to see. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I feel like I'm seeing more and more today people that not not necessarily because of you, but it's just weird that I saw you doing this kind of in 2009 with your idea of the podcast and your idea of providing value regardless if anything was purchased or not, or, right. you know, any transaction, because you're building the audience. Right. We always talked about that, especially back in the day and people... They get it now, but it's like, you got to build your list. You got to yeah. build your audience. Yeah. And that's just become a little bit more streamlined now with TikTok. I see a lot of guys that give um, 
maybe it's just my feed. It, it is just my feed because of what I look at. But <laughs> Obviously through the algorithm. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, my, it's my fault. <laughs> but they give you like business advice or they're giving you like, it, maybe because of my age and what I look at now, here's how you apply for these certain positions in these types of fields. Here's how you learn how to code these certain programs. Here's the, here's the hiccups you got to learn when using these type of... And so all these guys, all they're doing, and it's very similar to sort of what you're doing, for free, they go on TikTok and they show you all these problems. They show and they're showing you how to fix it. But they're going, if you want a full course, you want a book, you yeah. want a book. Here's twenty bucks. You'll be on my list. You can join my Discord server. We do Wednesday night meetings where I can go over any problems you might be having in your course that you're taking in college. All kinds of stuff. And I'm just looking at that. And I'm going, you know, you were onto something before it was really popular. Like because well, now everybody can yeah. kind of do it. But, yeah. Well, yeah. I came from a, a human nature standpoint rather than a. Uh, technology standpoint i think a lot of people yeah. are just they're they're enamored by the technology yeah and so they're just doing stuff because they technically can do it yeah and f from the podcast standpoint i knew they would i'm nobody I'm, yeah. I'm not a name so why would you listen to me i better give you a reason to listen to me otherwise i'm going nowhere yeah you know uh and, and this would be a great example hey you've never owned a business You've worked for business, right? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Okay, right. I, I'm making a point, though. I'm making <laughs> no, no, a point. No, no, no. I'm just kidding. I sold drugs on the street. <laughs> I was kidding. <laughs> but my point is, have you ever heard of the guy named Gary Vee? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, okay. his whole shtick is to talk to business owners. Yeah. Right. And get people, hus the hustle culture. He's all about the hustle culture, right? But he's right. so entertaining people that are even not even in the hustle culture. Exactly. That's my point. Yeah. You know, you, you don't have to be an entrepreneur to, to know the name Gary right, Vee. Right. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. uh, you know, it, so it's working. I think he's one of the best at it. I yeah, mean, yeah. And I'm not saying you have to go out necessarily and curse. And, no, yeah. And His, um, he helped me in my 2016 business, the fidget spinner. Oh, yeah, yeah. I would buy so much bulk and then it would buy two bucks a piece. Sell for $9. Nobody bought it. But I did get three. <laughs> There you go. He helped me lose a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. But all I'm saying is, I'm a business owner. Hey, sometimes you fail. Sometimes you win. Gary Vee's the reason I didn't have a car in 2016. <laughs> <laughs> I took that two grand and I put them all into fidget spinners because I thought this was my way, baby. Turns out everybody had a fidget spinner. My I, kids left me. My wife left me. But I sold three fidget, fidget spinners, spinners for $9. <laughs> well, dude, he will videotape himself going up to a yard sale and talking. Yeah. yeah. You know, he'll be, he is constant. People have accused you of this, and it's it's kind of true, but more than you. Gary Vee likes to hear himself talk. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I do too. That man sniffs his own farts is really oh, what I'm trying to say. Here. I don't you know? sniff my own Granted, flatulence. a lot of times he's got really good ideas. Like it's yeah. a, a lot of times it's really, really applicable. solid. Yeah, it's very solid business advice. But how, yeah. how old are you? <laughs> how old are you? 25. Dude, when I was 25, that's so, so much time. So I'm five years old. <laughs> Dude, you He's have so much time. You're 60. You have so much time. You could get started now. Where's your beanie? <laughs> you need a I, beanie. I yeah. also left a 65 cuss words in each <laughs> yeah, sentence. Yeah. yeah, you got to drop at least 15 F-bombs yeah. every 30 seconds. Rolling it back in just a little bit, though. Um, you were talking about, what was the last one? It is Giving marketing an as an experience, not as an advertisement. Typically, because I've had a few print, um, a few friends that have like started podcasts and stuff, and mm -hmm. it's really cool to see, because like, everybody kind of wants to do that now, and it's you know, there's a lot of room to grow there. There's yeah. a, there, you could really start something doing that. Yeah. But it seems like people forget the most important step, which is like, you know, how are you going to get people to listen to you? Why would they Why? listen That's to you? That's exactly right. Everybody, because I can't tell you how many times I've had conversations with friends and then I go, oh, this would make a really good podcast. But then I look at it, you know, yeah. like an hour later, I'm like, <laughs> we were just talking about things that interested us. It wasn't, it wasn't uh, focused. It wasn't right. centralized. And when it comes to how you're going to advertise it, you can't just talk about anything and then expect people to listen. There's well, everything right. has to have a point. It's just like today, I mean, we had to go look for content that we wanted to talk about right. that would be relevant to what we do, yep. but entertaining enough to keep us engaged. Yep. You know, right. so and that's that's the, the And here's the other thing that you do that you have to do, especially if it's like a podcast format. Yeah. This is gonna be what, about an hour and a half, hour yeah. fifteen minutes. An hour, like yeah, typically. If you didn't know any of our faces, you didn't know who we were, why would you listen to us? I wouldn't listen to us if I did Right. The way you scapegoat that, 
clip the important parts, clip the parts that were funny. That's the yeah. part you market. That's right. what you put on your TikTok. That's what you put on your Instagram. You don't just throw up videos with no prerequisite, no no primer, you know. Yeah, it has yeah. to be. No appetizer, like. Yeah. <laughs> well, a little highlight. I, I try to get like three or four excerpts out of each yeah. podcast and just put it up there as, hey, this is what went on in 530, what are we on, 537. Right. You know, and then maybe they'll come back. You know, the video side, only does so much it's the audio side that's really it always, does well it does well yeah, and we do yeah. so okay on the video side but that's what podcasting is for anyway is yeah. audio True. but, yeah. uh, but the, what the video side does going back to uh, the point that he was talking about where uh, I think it's point number three where he says or point number two which is uh, the explosion of visual and video marketing that uh, that's where you're going to find your cold audience people that don't know anything about you People that wouldn't even think to look for you, yeah, they're going to trip over something. And if you can tweak their interest, maybe you can get them into a longer format piece mm -hmm. of content. And I think people that listen to the long format, those are the people that understand who we are, what we sure. do, what we're about, and more importantly, our attitude toward things. Right. And then they they've made a conscious decision. Hey, I can do business with those people because they see the world the same way I do. Yeah. Sure. You know, they might not even agree with us, but they have they share a lot of the same attitudes toward right. things. Right. And so it's it's that's what the beautiful thing about podcasting is it, it allows you to because we talked about this the other night. We were talking about Rush. Yeah, you know, and how controversial yeah. he was, and the pros and the cons, and everything like this. But at the end of the day, we were talking about Limbaugh. You know, oh, yeah, you know, okay, yeah. not the band, not the band. <laughs> I was like, what did Rush do? <laughs> no, 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 no. We were just talking about how. <laughs> how I, I thought you were talking about the Canadian band. You okay. can take anyone. You can take anyone, and through the way you frame the content, you can turn them into anything you want. Yeah. I mean, preachers do it all day long on the Bible. Yeah. They call it exegeting right. a passage of scripture, mm -hmm. which is basically a fancy way of saying taking something out of context. So what you do in your long format, those who listen to you for three hours a day, five days a week, you're not going to convince those pers those people that you are something other than what they believe you to be. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. matter what you know, say. Well, I can take this little quote and he said this, and that makes him... It might convince people that don't listen. Yeah. But those who are long, and it, it, that's true across the, yeah. I'm not just talking about this person and trying to defend or, or whatever. I'm just saying people that listen to this show. Yeah. Once they start listening, they might see something in context, out of context. There's a lot in this show you could take out of context. Oh, yeah. you could say all kinds of stuff. I mean, because we're, we're, you know, an hour a week, 537 shows. Yeah. I guarantee you, you could string something together to make me look really sure one way or the other. But yeah. it, too, it might be true, too. <laughs> but when it came to the start of your podcast and how you were growing it, you know, the first step you did was get, well, what would I need? Yeah. It was like, what do I, because you figured out something that you're like, well, this is what I was looking for. Yeah. Like I was searching this out leads you to believe other people would probably search this out. Sure. Yeah. And so, but we're talking from the standpoint of, and I'm not saying we're huge, you know, cause you can look at our subscribers and yes. look at our iTunes downloads, but we have a built in audience. Like right. We have people coming back regularly to listen. Yeah. That in itself is a little bit of a feat. Yeah. Cause you don't get there overnight. No, you don't. And uh, the the biggest thing this show took as a hit was about three or four years into it, I pivoted really hard from it being strictly about because it used to be called dollars and cents and mm -hmm. cents spelled the s e n s e, uh, which is know, really cool. Yeah, a little play on words. Good idea. You know, because <laughs> I was talking about financial planning, financial products, and all that. Because at the time I was selling insurance and, and retirement planning and all of that stuff. And so yeah. that was all the content revolved around. Well, as the business side and developing new business grew and grew and the coaching side of teaching other people, well, that's TW3. And yeah. so it had to pivot from that. And so we lost some audience uh, there the following years because I sort of rebranded the show. Yeah. Uh, and I would looking back on it what i should have done was stop that podcast or continue it and start another a separate po podcast a separate podcast and i didn't yeah and so it was like i'm a chevrolet uh car dealer one day the next day i'm selling muffins 
Yep. Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing was, and, and that's kind of what I was trying to, I guess what I was trying to say before, you kept it focused. Yeah. You know, this is what people came to see. This is what we were talking about. And in that case, you went, okay, we kept it focused on muffins, or excuse me, we kept it focused on Chevrolet. <laughs> and then all of a sudden I showed up with blueberry muffins and all my Chevrolet people went, you know, WTF. What? This yeah. wasn't what I tuned that's in That's not for. what I signed up for. Right. And so... I, I feel like it's an, a little bit of a rookie mistake that people have, and I get it. I I I've made every rookie mistake there could be. But you're not being focused. Right. But, you know, you're just, it, these are all the things that interest you, and, and because you are passionate about those things, you know, you would assume that that's going to transcend into good content or good, you know, material for other people. You're providing value, but that's not always the case. Right. If it's not focused and you're scatterbrained, like, it's going to come across unfocused, scatterbrained, you gotta and have the a, audience is going to leave. Your content has definitely got to be purpose-driven, yeah. and it's got to be a value. And I don't think I'm that funny, okay? I don't think kind I'm... Kind of mid. <laughs> well, what I'm, I'm saying is, I, I, I don't think people... Well, there's a lot more funny people than me. I don't think I can compete on that level. Sure. I can compete... Well, maybe on, with Bill Burr, but for the average Joe, I think you could definitely compete. Yeah. I think if you did some stage work. Yeah. <laughs> I really do think you could be a comedian. Oh, really? Honest to God. Oh, well. But uh, I, I don't think you would bomb on Kill Tony. I think you would. Oh, I think you would do a good job on Kill Tony. That's the nicest thing you've ever said to me. It's awesome. <laughs> uh, but I do think I can compete in the business world. On, <laughs> what are we talking about? Uh, I can't talk anymore. He's, he's touched me. Uh, not in that way. Not in that way. <laughs> Too late. Too late. <laughs> We already made the face. You can't see River's face, but he was looking at me like. <laughs> no, but I didn't want, you know, it does need to be entertaining and engaging, but I wanted to be informative. Yeah. And and so to your point, yeah, I was I was struggling along in life with all of these problems. And as I solved those problems, I was like, oh, and yeah. I would talk about it. And yeah. it found I found it to be like you said, people's like, well, I've had that same issue. How do you get leads that, that were exclusively for you and not being sold to a ton of other people? How can you scale your agency when you've got other agents that could write for other people instead of just you? So all of these newfound business problems I was having, yeah, I would just come back and say, well, here's what I'm doing. And then I found there weren't too many products on the market that solved those problems. So I had to create them. Yeah. And as I created them for myself, I had a product. But all that, all that took was you being focused about, well, I have an issue. Let me solve it. Yeah, yeah. But I want to encourage my audience, and especially if you're a TW3 member, take note because I really, this Jeff uh, Bullis, I want to thank him for this content. It was over on, and I'll, and I'll link to his blog because I want to give him credit. But he he's basically a journalist, a business journalist, and he uh, was do, he's done a lot of uh, great study here, and he's got a bunch of, I'm looking on the site here of all the various polls and things that he's done, and they've looked he provided at. provided his citations and sources. He's provided his citations and sources. Thank you, Reagan. <laughs> so it's not just he's pulling it out of the air, but he, he knows about stuff. So the five biggest digital marketing trends, again, if you if you didn't catch it all at one time, is the rise of the machine, which is AI. And I'll have links to an AI software that you really, if you've not tried out, you need to try it out. We give you a free trial and then 40% off if you want to keep it, which is really cool. And that's how Reagan makes his money, by the way. Do you know that? So, know that. Everybody. So <laughs> he, he really wants you to, to try that out. The explosion of visual and video marketing marketing uh tick tock and that stuff i'm telling you uh it, it's here to stay it, to the extent i mean zuckerberg is, is chasing it and uh, think, you gotta think how big is facebook i mean they are the sort biggest, of like they got six billion users they're king dingling of social media and they're yeah. chasing after they have six billion users yeah how many people are on the Seven. earth monthly uh, so they have 65 percent of the earth on that's facebook. more than that's i thought there was only seven billion people on earth it's a billion now. But oh. from the study I read, they had around 68% of the earth on Facebook. Well, I thought that's why the CIA and the Chinese released COVID so we could... Right. Careful. Right. I mean, I, hey, I read that on Facebook. It's got to be true. <laughs> he named Joe Byron's not real. <laughs> the explosion of visual and video marketing. Uh, number three, search without a single click. Number <laughs> four... four 
uh, fragmented, scattered uh, customer journeys, which means you need to uh, populate your content with other stuff. For those with ADD, if they jump off of it, they're going to at least stay in the same pool that you've got. And five, and finally, marketing as an experience and not just advertising. If you'll do those things, I really think you will be better served for it, you'll be happier for it, and you'll see better results for it. Again, if you've not checked out the TW3 Tap Card, uh, check it out. It is so cool. And you can do everything that the journalist that we, Jeff, was uh, we were quoting, you can do. You can create an experience. You can uh, connect with them in a meaningful way. You can auto-respond with them. Uh, you can. Did you know that we've got technology now that it will send an actual audio file via text? That's our, pretty cool. Our system now, you can program it to where it texts an audio file. And so you can not, not text a link to an audio file, but the actual audio file. Yeah, that's got to be a cool. shorter file. But you could text them, hey, this is uh, this is Terry. Uh, we just met. Just want to say thank you for taking the time. That's pretty cool. And so every time I tap a card, that, that's going to be going to there. Can you do that thing on iOS where you know you can send the emojis, but they talk? Yeah. Yeah. Can you do that? Uh, send somebody a unicorn be like, hey, this is Reagan. <laughs> Sorry about I, your grandma. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. What did he say? <laughs> <laughs> he said sorry about your grandma <laughs> just doing like a unicorn emoji. you know like the ios you you know what i'm talking about right yeah, yeah you hate talk. to hear, hear about that horrible apartment building fire but uh just want to say hey here's my number text me back you know that would be funny come on Come on. Funny. It is very funny. It is funny. <laughs> anyway, go to terrywilson3.com slash tap card if you want to get one of these. They're only 30 bucks. terrywilson3.com slash tap card. And you can add whatever features you want. There's up charges for those additional features. But if you just want to put your content on someone else's phone with a tap, you can do that at terrywilson3.com slash tap card. Till next time, we will see you later. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to our show today. If you have any questions or would like to speak with us about your goals, then please call or text us at 864-507-9696. Reach out to us online at terrywilson3.com. 